Let's talk Africa, the Africanness of Africa, the beauty, its people, our peculiarities. This is on Zip Stories. I am DS Bello. Where I come from, a woman is made, not born. Her fate is to subject, to be trampled upon. Her purpose compressed in a cup too bitter to drink from. Hello, Aslama, and welcome to the Unzip Stories podcast, where we share unique African stories. This is your co-host, Sara from Algeria, and our guest for today's episode is a talented young lady who is a spoken word poet, who is going to share with us her journey to becoming a spoken word poet, and whether spoken word poets can be seen as change makers. If you want that answer, make sure to stay tuned. Poetry is telling stories in a compressed way or a brief way of actually telling stories or communicating with people. Finding one's passion may take a lifetime, but in the city of Kogi State, Nigeria, Hafsad K. Abdullahi has found her passion and won't stop at anything until the word hears her voice and her message. As an award-winning poet, Hafsad is using her voice to fight sexual and gender-based violence. Because here where she calls home, home's burdens too heavy for her heart to hold. So like girls before her, and the ones after her, it will swallow her whole. But a circle ends with me, her. I shall speak for me, her, speak the truth. I shall recount those horrible tales with all the gory details, and you be the judge. If these practices should still prevail. Before Hafsat found her real passion poetry, it was never a walk in the park. Sometimes she had to break a few rules, which made her mother very upset. But isn't that the way of artists? Writing was also one part of the ways I used to express myself. I would use the back of my Olympic exercise notebook. I used half of the notebook to write stories and then use the other half to do the thing that the book was supposed to be used for. My mom would beat me, complain. There was one time, my class teacher at the time was Miss Georgina. So my mom reported back to her and told her that I'm always using the back of my notebook to, to write rubbish, according to her, that they should put an extra eye on me and then beat me if possible, flog me so that I don't keep writing. But her teacher, Miss Georgina, had a different plan in mind, a plan that would suit both daughter and mother. Eventually, Miss Georgina advised her to, rather than beat me, she should get a notebook where I can actually write my stories and draw all my pictures so I won't be forced to use the back of my school notebook to do other things. And then my mom got me my first notebook, and then that was how I started writing. After diving deeper into the world of poetry, Hafsat realized that poetry is not black and white, but rather more complex. Unpacking her early memories as a poet, she discovered the different forms of poetry, and how she had to transition from poetry into becoming a spoken word poet. I started off as 
a performance poet. I read out my poems like a performance. So at the Hilltop Creative Arts Foundation, it's a foundation where teen authors or teen artists, are, they come to learn literary skills or artistic expressions free from volunteer mentors. So I was at the house at the time and then they asked me, Hafsa, do you have anything to perform? And I was like, okay. And then I mounted the stage and I performed one of my poems like I performed one of my poems like I imagined it in my head. I did it like a soliloquy or something. And then Sudi, he said, wow, that's nice. What you did right now is beautiful. We give room for critiquing and people's suggestion on how to make our works better. So when they listen to my piece, Sudi said that my work sounds more like spoken word poetry to a performed or a read poem. And then I was like, what is spoken word poetry? And then he brought my idea to spoken word poetry. So I went online. I, I watched other people perform. I saw a world of possibilities. I saw I could do a lot more than just read my poems. So that dated back to my first experience in spoken word poetry. One would think finding your voice is a beautiful thing. But oh no, not for African parents. More often than not, take poetry as a hobby. Initially, yeah, my family always knew I was a writer. But I didn't really get the approval from the beginning. My mom was not necessarily in support of me traveling about and doing spoken word poetry. And part of the reason why she was worried was because it felt like I was putting more into that art than it was giving me. I go to events and beg people to let me speak. I spend my transportation, I spend money on my outfit, I perform, I come back home, and nothing. So my mom felt like writing or spoken word poetry wasn't really a popular art in Nigeria, and as a result, it's not lucrative and it's a waste of money. So she believes that the art is useless to a point. My parents tried to pay my school fees, they give me all the necessities, but when it came to my art, they tried to show their disapproval for it. But eventually, I think after I won a few competitions, a few awards, I think I was able to woo them to come see that poetry can be lucrative, yes. In the midst of this challenge, Hafsad had some cheerleaders within the family. My siblings have always been my cheerleader. I think Mohammed, our last born, the last child of the family, he knows a few of my lines offhand because he always listens in on me when I'm doing my rehearsals. I don't know how he does it, but one day I could just be sitting and then I hear him saying a few of my lines, trying to tease me. And then my brother is my critic. I mean, I'm like, what do you think about this work? And he's like, ah, this is too shabby, no, this is too loud here. This is too... He's a technical student who has an interest in writing too. My sister might just see that I'm struggling so hard with a particular work and then she might just cut into my chores to help out. Yeah, so my siblings are my biggest cheerleaders so far. One thing is for sure, when someone finds their purpose and passion, one cannot let go nor imagine a word without it. I cannot imagine a world without spoken word poetry. Thinking of it hurt my head. I think I'm going to get a migraine from just trying to imagine such a tasteless world yes because spoken word poetry has opened doors for me 
one spoken word poetry has given me purpose in this life so a world without spoken word poetry is an unimaginable world for me i've seen my spoken word poetry come to life in people's lives i've seen people shed tears i've seen people laugh so hard i've seen my energy felt people's energy i've seen people call me to the backstage to tell me that this is the best experience they've ever had in their lives yes so i'm trying to imagine a world without spoken word poetry it's it's a tasteless word so i cannot and i will not imagine a world without spoken word poetry poets don't just write poems about past lovers inner demons and sorrows they also write about deeper and heavier topics such as societal and global issues i've dealt with certain societal issue from sexual gender based violence to female genital mutilation to the condition of the country today have dared to question the government and for poets like hafsad writing poems on societal issues is what has turned her into a change maker I've touched certain societal issues and I believe that I am a change maker. But what actually makes a change maker? It's not how fluent you speak or how influential you are. I believe a change maker is someone who has found their talent or their edge or that thing they're so good at and they are willing to use whatsoever means that they believe is very very effective to tackle certain problems and make changes. I for one I my skill is spoken word poetry my skill is my voice my skill is my verbal nature and I've decided to use it to effect change and I believe that every spoken word artist out there trying to tackle issues that all change makers even though people in society think actions speak louder than words Hafsad strongly believes that if someone uses their skills effectively within their community, they are indeed change makers. I believe that change starts when people start talking about it. Perhaps if no one complained about gender inequality, then no one would know if people are really really oppressed or subjugated or or reduced to a certain class because of the system. If no one complains about a certain problem with the system, I don't think there would even be a call for action. A call for action also requires speaking. I think most of the best people that have effected change throughout history started with speaking. Speaking is also a leadership skill. How do you lead without communication? I believe that my spoken word poetry is relevant today because I use it as a tool of change. So I think action starts from even talking, speaking, communication. So communication is the beginning, the genesis of all action. Discussing heavy topics can be overwhelming. But looking back at people's responses to emotional performances Hafsat has had and the changes that it has caused, she sure knows she is on the right track. I believe that my spoken word poetry is solving the world's solving the problem in my own way in my own small way in my own community today. 
This is how I use Pokemon poetry to solve problems in my community. I touch the hearts of people. I call them to action. I act too. And lure them to action too. Hafsad's perception of writing poetry changed when she had to write on topics that are heavy, like FGM, or topics she was unfamiliar with. Before I took poetry as a profession, I usually just write poems because I feel like it or because I'm inspired by personal experiences. Like, I saw spoken poetry as a platform where I tell my stories in a very, very colorful way or grim way, depending on the mood or my perception of that story. But then, why I could actually relate to this one and why it was very very easy for me to write about it was because of the fact that first I'm a lady I try to put myself in the shoes of a child that has been mutilated I have never really experienced genital mutilation in my life before I wrote that piece I listened to TED talks listen to people talk about their personal experiences I talk to people and ask the feeling the experiences and I just try to put myself in their shoes I picked a story and then I created my piece from it So while I was trying to perform it I was wearing the skin of whoever I was telling their stories. Some are based on my personal experiences and this particular one is not from a personal experience but I tried to impersonate whoever had that personal experience and it was an honor to speak for that person. For Hafsat, words can be a powerful tool and result in change. For every change that has been made and all the actions that have been taken, words were the ones that proceeded and words are what we still need. As long as we set the right intention, the intention to change the word for the better. Where I come from, a woman is made, not born. Her fate is to subject, to be trampled upon. Her purpose compressed in a cup too bitter to drink from. Let's talk Africa, the Africanness of Africa, the beauty, its people, our peculiarities. This is on Zip Stories. I am D.S. Beller.